I'm one of your podcasters for Voices of Gen Z. For my first podcast, I wanted to talk about something I feel super passionate about and also provide some guidance and clarity for those who are in the dark on this topic. So today, we're going to dive into the basics of U.S. voting plus what modern-day voter suppression looks like. First and foremost, something very important to note is that every single vote is crucial when electing people into office. While the wins aren't necessarily always the popular vote, your vote directly impacts your state's vote and your single vote could completely shift the scale. For example, in the 2016 election, Hillary Clinton won the popular vote with 48.2% of the vote, but Donald Trump won the election with 304 electoral college points versus Hillary's 222. Generally, the election winner has both electoral college and popular vote, but because of the different weights some states have on the electoral college, plus decisions with swing states, the voters in these states can change the course of the election without necessarily having the numbers. It just takes the votes. Secondly, bosses and managers often are required to give employees time to vote on either election day or on their state's early voting days. Make sure to check in with them the appropriate time before, though, to ensure your availability when election day comes around, and it might also help to search up your state's laws on mail-in ballots and absentee slash early voting since it does vary state to state. Another thing that frequently causes confusion about voting is the idea that you must fill in every single vote for them to count. And this is completely false. While it's highly encouraged that you fill out each and every one, it's a long list. There's a lot to know, and it's okay if you are a little unsure about some things. Go ahead and leave one missing, and the rest of your votes will be counted. No worries. If registration is what you're unsure about, USA.gov is a very helpful site for any questions you have about voting. They have a link to help you locate your local election office, which is where you can register plus check your eligibility, plus they have links that can help you access those running and information about your party. And finally, if you want justice for all of the unjust actions that have occurred this year, the best thing you can do for yourself and the communities that need it most is to exercise your right to vote. Your vote can help counter voter suppression, detention camps, and police brutality. Voting is your key to turning your words into action, so go vote. The darker side of voting is the voter suppression that many Americans face. Voter suppression is any effort, either legal or illegal, by way of laws, administrative rules, and or tactics that prevents eligible voters from registering to vote or voting. While voter suppression has been around as long as voting has, we have seen our fair share of tactics historically. But many people don't know that since 2013, we have seen a flourish in Republican attempts to wipe out Democrat votes. Shelby County v. Holder is a court case that often comes up when voter suppression is brought up because many people believe this was the case that set the stage for a new era of white dominance. The law that protected voters from voter suppression was named Section 5 of the Voting Rights Act of 1965, which stated that certain states and local governments were required to obtain federal preclearance before implementing any changes to their voting laws or practices. The section before this law stated the states that were required for preclearance, and those were states that were historically surrounded voting with discrimination. Even though the law was made to counter voter suppression, the Supreme Court ruled this unconstitutional since it was 40 years ago and seemed to be a thing of the past. This ruling is what, quote-unquote, broke America and opened up a new kind of segregation and racism. 
In other words, with this ruling, every state and local government is free to set their own dates, times, and policies in regards to votes. While it doesn't sound terrible, it's statistically proven that people of color, women, students, elderly, disabled, and low-income slash homeless voters are often disproportionately affected by this, since these are the voters who tend to vote Democrat. Most acts of voter suppression are fueled and supported by Republican voters in hopes that their candidate will win since it's proven that most of the time U.S. citizens tend to vote Democrat. So, what does voter suppression look like nowadays? Before, it looked like threats from people and the police. Before, it looked like a completely different test, the white person's being very simple and the person of color's being very complex. It looked like families being murdered to scare away other voters. Nowadays, it comes in voter ID laws. Voter ID laws have been proven to significantly depress the minority turnout these laws make it harder for minorities and low-income households to vote because of the price it takes to buy an ID and other legal documents. Not only is it the fact that the ID is expensive and hard to obtain, but some states even require other hard-to-get and expensive forms of identification. Another way is by purging the voter rolls. This is throwing them away or adding in a whole batch that votes for one president, typically the Republican Party president. This sounds like a joke to some people, and honestly, it's something that has happened for years and years and isn't something that's new historically at all, but people still are caught and sued for this every single election. Purging voter rolls isn't new, and unfortunately, neither is the use it or lose it tactic. The use it or lose it method limits the time each person can spend in a booth so they can't get through the whole ballot. This adds more stress onto voting and often ends with many half-completed or even empty ballots. Typically, these ballots are the ones that were filled in by Democrats, and the ones that are fully completed are typically Republican ones. And finally, limiting early voting slash mail-in ballots can absolutely devastate elections, especially the 2021. If states decided to limit their early voting laws and their mail-in ballots, it'll make it harder for older and younger people to get to vote, people who are working, and disabled people. This just makes it extremely excruciating for those who were busy on election day and couldn't get it off to even practice their right or exercise their right to vote. And especially now that so many people are in quarantine and stuck at home and under lockdown, not having mail-in ballots and not counting them in the big vote is completely, completely unjust and unfair. This is what could really, really make or break the 2020 election, and honestly, the Republican Party has been looking at it since quarantine started. So this is something that you should go out and vote and preach about and tell people mail-in ballots are so important this year. There are many, many other ways that voter suppression comes in, and the ACLU is the best source if you want to dive even deeper into the topic of voter suppression. The ACLU also known as the American Civil Liberties Union, is a union that continues to fight government abuse and to vigorously defend individual freedoms, including speech and religion, a woman's right to choose, the right to due process, citizens' right to privacy, and much more. The ACLU stands up for these injustices even when the case is unpopular and even when they stand alone. Even in times where Americans may disagree with the ACLU, they have always learned to count on the ACLU for its unyielding dedication to principle. Their website, aclu.org, 
has a ton of educational videos, articles, and reports on voter suppression. And if you have any other questions, they will have your answer. But I'm going to give you one last one. If you are undecided on whether you want to vote or not, you definitely should. Make sure you're registered. Get work off. Learn your state's policy with early voting and mail-in ballots. There are so many corporations and people ready to catch and sue those for suppressing the vote and hacking elections. But if they are trying to prove that the side that hacked would have won regardless, then there isn't any victory to obtain. With the state of the United States as it is, we need strong leadership and people who care for safety and human life regardless. So if you hope to see a more loving, supporting, and accepting country, vote. If you want to be able to rebuild our economy, help reduce climate change, and fix the homelessness issue, vote. If you believe Black Lives Matter, vote. If you want to see funding focus more on mental health and the police force, vote. And if you're a member of the LGBTQIA community like me and you want to keep your right to marry who you love, go vote. On behalf of all young Gen Zers, if we could vote this November, we would. So if you don't want to do it for yourself, please do it for us and those who aren't able to yet. I really hope this made you guys eager to vote, and I hope you guys will join me next time. I'm Amir Miho, and thank you for listening to Voices of Gen Z.